0: Here We are going on afternoon garden reports. We're so famous for Um, this one kind of came out of nowhere, but also was entirely predictable uh, depending on. uh, (laughs) Again, this is something that it was not that shocking, right? Let's
1: read it. I'm pulling up CLNS media's season preview and bold predictions. John Zanis. Let me, let me find it here. Ime Udoka finishes the season as head coach of the Brooklyn Nets. The Celtics and Udoka eventually finalize their divorce papers, setting Ime free. Kyrie Irving informs current Nets head coach Steve Nash <laughs> that he's been fired in a long rambling Instagram live post. The last part was close, but not quite.
0: No, uh, but that, that was part of the humor of it. I'm not taking the victory lap. I honestly think that this is something a lot of people saw coming in the sense that It was very clear that the Celtics, when they suspended Emi Odoka, wanted nothing to do with him anymore. Um, This was a suspension that should have been a firing that wasn't a firing. We're guessing for some sort of legal reasons or whatever it was, or they're trying to figure out how to get out from under the contract. How do you get out from under a contract? You hold the guy, you suspend him for a cause. You withhold some money, which I'm sure they did this year, and then you keep him in friggin' jail uh in purgatory um and say we'll set you free and some as long as someone else pays you we don't have to pay you anymore you're not gonna sue us and everybody's done and that's what appears happens here uh, as the nets now are basically in the final stages of uh hiring Imeo Doka as their next head coach but Bobby there's like a zillion questions here and again it, it's hard to separate the you know the 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 off court component from the on court component in terms of uh, you know, what he may did, uh, if that justified the, uh, you know, the, the, the suspension and the firing, um, whether the nets, you know, have just absolutely no morals whatsoever, a little bit of everything, little like column A, column B, it's hard to kind of figure out, but it's without the details, which we never got in terms of what it was that led to Doka's, um, uh dismissal it's again it's very hard to have a a strong opinion uh on what has happened here because um you know again you don't know and again it doesn't matter what we think the problem is going to be in the Celtics locker room as we saw on media day with how they're going to react to this like so that's it huh you know we still don't know and now he's gone and now he's coaching those guys and now those guys are going to be better um and if that's how they feel then that's what is real as far as on the court. It's hard to take a hard moral stance without knowing exactly what happened. You just know that it was inappropriate simply because of the fact that any sort of uh, inter-office romance where there's a power dynamic at play is an inappropriate relationship. That's understandable. Uh, but to the players, um, you, it's never been explained to them, so they don't actually know. So they've had a tough time knowing how to feel. Now they have to process a whole other set of emotions now that they know that their head coach from last year has gone forever and about to go uh, coach one of their rivals, a division rival. So there's a lot going on if you're, if you're at the Celtics.
1: Yeah, definitely. But at the same time, it also wipes the slate clean here, which I think is obviously what they plan to do here by letting him go and uh, you know not seeking compensation. Which I'm still not sure if that's even possible. I've kind of poked around on that today. I don't. I, it's I allowed.
0: Don't it's still allowed, I believe. I I, I thought so. I, I think it happened once after Doc, and but not for a while since Jason Kidd. I don't think.
1: Yeah, I, I'm gonna have to check into that. We'll figure out the answer to that. Uh, concretely but from from everything you said right there I think that's all true it it raises that question again uh, for the players here I don't think we'll get any more answers in terms of what happened here but all you can assume from what's happened here I think is that he was never going to be the coach of the Celtics again and I think we all had an idea that that was the case but this this confirms it here you basically have a situation where The Celtics had to either decide they were going to prevent Udoka from becoming the coach of the Nets or let him go, and they chose to let him go. That you would presume takes all the money off the books this year and for years to come, uh, whatever was left on his contract. And uh, you know there was talk of what the suspension or what the penalization actually was this year in terms of his salary. I think Stephen A. said it; he he got docked by half. So what are you paying him? Half for six games, and now it's all in the Nets. So Ime's out of here. This, I think, goes to show that he was never going to be the coach here again. I saw Gary Washburn uh, tweet that the Celtics are fully behind Joe Missoula at this point, and it's Brooklyn's problem now, Whatever the whatever comes out of the situation, whatever it was here. But it was clearly an untenable situation in Boston that prevented him from being head coach here any longer, right? Because the Nets looked at it and said— We can have him as head coach, however nefarious that might be.
0: Uh, It's and again, it's hard to know. But if if I'm sitting here guessing how this went down, the Nets have had their eye on Udoka since he was suspended. um, And we're looking for an excuse. And this thing, the fact that it happened after a win means it's been in the works. Okay, yeah, yeah. so it's been in the works and the fact that it came together so quickly from the first tweets being Udoka's a candidate to Oh Udoka is a leading candidate to <laughs> they threw
1: Quinn Snyder's name in there for the hell of it
0: <laughs> to, it's basically a done deal this thing was a done, this thing's been a done deal since the Celtics suspended Ime the Nets knew Up this is, we're going to, we're going to do this also means they probably had a little bit more time to do due diligence. There's no question. They reached out to the Celtics. Well, before Nash was fired, uh, to have discussed whatever they, you know, and get whatever feedback, Yeah, the Celtics
1: made a quick decision here too. Oh, we're letting them go. We don't have to think about it. And
0: you knew that's what they wanted. I mean, it makes sense that this, the Celtics, this was the outcome the Celtics wanted all along, which is like I said, you put them in jail here, um, and say, you know, at least a year. We'll see after that. Basically, meaning we can, as long as we're paying you, we can decide whether you go somewhere else or not. And if you're Udoka, you're like, they're never bringing me back. I I gotta let them set me free if there's another job here. And there was. I you know I I think again, it's not. I think a lot of people suspected Udoka would have been on a very short list of a lot of different teams. Uh, if uh, if there were firings later in the year, the Nets just moved extremely quickly. Um, you're telling me if, uh, you know, two months from now, a couple of other coaches are relieved from their duty that don't, that's the thing is everyone's going to talk about the Nets being kind of this morally reprehensible franchise. And yes, this does smack of, is this not analogous Bobby to last year? Um, letting Kyrie Irving play road games after things didn't look right. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever, they
1: react to the situation,
0: react to the situation, whatever morals you have, you're going to throw them out the window. If it, if it impacts the bottom line and that's what was happening with Kyrie. Um, and that's what's you know currently would happening. Would this be with happening
1: the if they were, would this be happening if they were seven and
0: Oh, I, so I, that's the thing is, I don't know, but I do feel that they were going to look for that first excuse to fire Nash wherever it came. I think Nash knew it. I think you could tell from the tone – of the way he was talking about what was going on around, just describing- You knew when he was, went
1: crazy on the sideline, too, getting ejected. He That's gets ejected, nasty.
0: but he's basically like, this is a failure, this is a disgrace. The type of words he was using to describe what was going on, flat out saying, like, I don't care what Kyrie says, we're used to this donkey yeah. spewing this nonsense all the time. <laughs> We've become immune to this. <laughs> immune to it was great little, great little dig there. Uh, so they knew- the question that's on everybody's mind, that's going to be the crux of this entire debate from now until the end of time, potentially, because you just never know what you're going to know, or if you'll ever know it is again, are the nets, the worst organization in sports and the only people alive that would have a hi- that would have um, hired Ime Udoka after whatever it was that he did to get him suspended from the Celtics. Um, or, uh, again, did the Celtics do something that, you know, might have been a little harsh or a little severe that maybe some other teams might not have done and that a lot of other teams out there would be like, I hear you. I don't love it, um, you know, based on the information I have. But, well, also, yeah. I don't, I, but also, I don't know that I would have acted that way. And I don't know if that's, um, that's going to be uh, prohibitive uh you know from from me from me having him coach and i really do believe as he said is you know where we would have really seen this bobby if at the end of the year there were seven head coaching vacancies and Ime was at the top of all of them that would tell you a lot about what other teams thought about what was going on here and yes there's lots of people willing to compromise the thing is what makes them different than the celtics the celtics thought it was so bad they wanted nothing to do with him ever again the nets thought Oh my God, what an opportunity. I'm going to go and hire this guy. It's two different teams, two different sets of thinking. uh, And it's interesting. And I don't really know what to make of it. We never will. I'm not giving, I don't have an opinion because again, without the details, I I can't say it. If we knew, and that's their
1: advantage. Yeah. If
0: we knew Bobby that what the Celtics had done was horrible, 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 horrible. And all the details were out in the net swooped in anyway and said, I'm cool. Like for example, uh, who just got released? josh primo primo you go sign primo knowing what you know right now that says a lot about you because it's out there you know i mean it it, literally and figuratively (laughs) it's bad right i mean you know so there's no hiding that you're right the nets can hide behind the secrecy that the celtics investigation provides um and also you know we just never you're never gonna know
1: um and and udoka can too there's not going to be any more revelations despite him taking the podium uh, in Brooklyn whenever they decide to introduce him uh, he, he can just no commented and the you know, the nets can move on and no commented and it is i mean they have the onus of explaining it now right like everything in terms of questioning but what and- will they say
0: i mean every team does this the patriots yeah. the patriots that like to talk about the patriot way their true philosophy is they haven't done anything while they were here and that's a lot of teams philosophy is whatever they've done elsewhere you know, um, they haven't done here. So yes, that might have been inappropriate or the, I don't know the office dynamics there and we don't know the details and the blow, we, blow. Weren't, we weren't, yeah,
1: we weren't we're able to pretty get we were not privy to all of it. Yeah. But what
0: I'm saying is if it's not legal, if it's not completely out in the open, you have plausible deniability and a lot of cover um, as the Nets do and as any team would have had. So I'm not surprised a team would move that quickly. A lot of people are like, the Nets are the worst, they do anything. I think a lot of teams would jump at a chance to do that If they have enough cover to do so, really, it comes down to, in many cases, PR rather than actual morals. For most people, you're going to pretend that you care about stuff and you're going to say things and put things out publicly. But at the end of the day, we know a lot of these teams will try to push the envelope as far as they can, as far as character issues or character concerns, um, uh, you know, just to get their guys, whether it's their coach or their players.
1: Yeah, and on the flip side of that, the Celtics, I know everyone's reacting to whether or not they went too far with the punishment here. I think this shows that it wasn't about the year. It wasn't about severely punishing. It was about buying themselves time to get out of whatever contractual legal situation they were in there. like If they suspended him six games, all of a sudden, seventh game, is he coming back? Is he not? At this point, I think it's pretty clear that once the year was up, He wasn't coming back. This wasn't about, all right, you're gone for one year, and then you're coming back. So this was the easiest off-ramp to get him off the team for whatever reason they wanted to do that, and they accomplished it here. So does it stink he's going to a division rival and a potential conference rival and potentially helping them here? Yeah, but you basically wiped the slate clean, and that's what you wanted to do here, I would imagine.
0: Yeah, Um Yeah, there's no doubt. It it is. If you look at it from a Celtics perspective, fine. You can say it is a, um, you know, it's a win in the sense that they no longer have to deal with this headache. It's not hanging. What were their alternatives? They had none. And that's the thing is, uh, you know, here's your alternative. Okay. There was one alternative. Uh, the alternative is not allowing the Nets to do it because you didn't like the direction there, but letting the next. Team but then,
1: it. do things get more stinky with Udoka behind the scenes while he's waiting? You know, like because I feel like everything. To it's this possible. Point,
0: you're, yeah. you're saying you're saying was there another? That's the only other option. Okay, the yep. only other option is saying I'm not saying it was a great one, but the only option was saying it, we're just not going to allow him to go to a, a conference contender. But then the next opening that comes up, someone says they want to talk. You say yes. Could you have done that? Maybe you know um maybe it's something you would have considered but that's the only thing other than that they wanted him gone and i think we're really happy to do it again if you're wick you don't want to be paying him half of what he's owed this year and then potentially much 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 more of it because the reality is they wanted to fire him but didn't fire him because they didn't want to eat the money that's That's still the
1: big question that's why 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 they didn't fire him
0: it was. It's clearly in their eyes a fireable offense that they didn't fire him. They suspended him for cause. This, the Celtics willed this to happen. Anybody wondering? And anybody asking questions about why there's no compensation? This is the compensation. The compensation is the tons of money the, that Wick gets back, not having to pay for it. Does it help the Celtics? No. It helps Wick. And on top of that,
1: and on top of it, that it th- doesn't help
0: the Celtics. People want to. Dr- yeah. People would rather have Wick pay. Fifty million dollars for a first-round draft pick. You, of course, you would. Um, because, and the Nets
1: also have none.
0: Yeah, right. But so, but the Celtics willed this to happen by suspending and not firing him. Thus creating this situation whereby someone would come in and say, hey, can I talk to the guy? And he'd be like, sure, yeah, totally. If you want to take, and that's it. But again, from a common fan, this has like luxury tax vibes to it, which is like, um, you know, great, Wick saves a buck, but the team is worse. So yes, would you have liked to be able to hold out for compensation? Sure. Um, they didn't. Their compensation was not having to pay
1: them. All right, taking a quick break to tell you about our awesome sponsor, betonline.ag our sponsors here and they want to remind you that football is back how could we forget a couple weeks into the NFL season now bet online remains the number one source for all your football betting needs this season that's of course college as well you'll always find all the latest football odds team matchup info player news game trends at bet online awesome website easy to toggle through the different settings and no one has more uh, your continued source for sports wagering information is bet Online with live betting, free contests, live scores, and giveaways all season long. I know I'm excited about Syracuse right now. Might lay a bet on them at some point. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events. That's MLB, MMA, tennis, boxing, even golf all year long. Go to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus. You know the code by now, CLNS50. That's CLNS50 when you sign up for 50% back on your first deposit. Put 100 in there, get 50 back. That's how that works. That's CLNS50 to receive your rewards. Bet online where the game starts. Again, you're going to, if that's your goal, You're going to hold the line, and there's the potential of it getting messy with Udoka behind the scenes if you're delaying that opportunity. And are the Nets really going to give you a pick or a second round or a first round? Again, that's the part I think we need more clarity on. I had asked a while ago if that was possible, and I don't think it's happened since Doc, and I don't know exactly why that is. I, I had heard that it wasn't possible to trade a coach per se anymore. So was it possible? Maybe. But even if it was, Again, Nets have one Philadelphia pick that might actually be subject to the Stepien rule where you can't trade picks in consecutive years because they've traded all their picks to 27 to Houston. And then on top of that, were you really going to get a pick in this circumstance? I don't think so.
0: Let's be real. If you were, it was probably a second rounder and it's not yeah. something that would have really mattered that much. So again, I think people are hung up on the compensation and that's not really part of the story. And, as and I, I said, also
1: think people are hung up on the fact that could you have brought him back or you lost him or is Joe a bit what for whatever reason, he couldn't be the coach of the Celtics anymore and he needed to go and they got him out of here. Yeah. Was it the right move? Was it the wrong move? We'll never know that because we will never know exactly what happened behind now, the
0: scenes. Let me tell you this. If you're the Celtics right now, okay. The Celtics were adamant, adamant at the press conference that there were no leaks. Okay. They didn't leak it. They had no reason to leak any of this stuff. Um, And that's understandable right now. If you're the Celtics and you're taking some heat because there's a faction of fans out there, a large one that is like WTF, man, you know, like, did you, did we really have to let this guy go? Now he's going to the competition. He's going to make them better. Um, That sucks. Uh, There's a huge faction that thinks that because, because they don't know the details. Now, if you're the Celtics, does it benefit you to start leaking some details now that he is not here anymore? Now that the threat of a lawsuit isn't really uh, exists uh, for you, uh, you know, uh, you don't have to pay him. There's no money on the line here. Uh, it would benefit um, you from in the in the in the court of public perception to start leaking a little bit, a little bit about how bad this was. Um, I'm not saying they will. I'm just saying it. It would,
1: let's see. Let's see what Emei says first, right? Emei will say nothing
0: and take the high yeah. road because it benefits him to do so. Because last thing he wants to do is sling mud. If you're Emei, you want to distance yourself from this as much as possible. Almost treat it like it didn't happen, um, unless you have to, you know, you, there's no reason you would volunteer anything. It was amicable. I understood the organization's decision. I'm happy to move forward here. This is all I want to talk about. That's where you're going there. He's not going to be like those mother, you know, it doesn't make sense for him. You don't so want to get
1: see, Yeah. Uh, I mean, it would be clear if, if, if something does come out, but if it starts to trickle, driver.
0: if it starts to trickle, then you know, you have a good idea why, um, uh, because it makes sense for the Celtics. If it's bad, And you hate to cheapen, think about the idea that, and this is what will also suck about it. You you didn't say anything to protect privacy, and that's great because that's what you should do, protect privacy. Um, And nothing should be out there because it's humiliating and you are trying to protect the privacy and dignity of one of your employees. But if you start to do it now because it benefits you, then none of that stuff then all of that stuff was BS also about the privacy you were worried about lawsuits is all you were worried about. Um so you know we'll see what happens. I I I you know you know the curiosity people want to know more but in terms of the employee and the people who are directly impacted by this you want them to not have to think or deal about deal with this ever again.
1: And again, what do people think? Like do you think as best the... they
0: can that's impossible but still.
1: Do you think the Celtics stupidly hurt themselves here? Like, Do people think the Celtics are just stupid and naive and did this all to themselves without a good reason? That's what I keep going back to.
0: It's not that. I I think it's this, Bobby. I think if they did, I think that you can only look at this not in terms of a did they do the right thing? Chances are, yes, they did the right thing. They might have did
1: what they had to do. They
0: might have done what they had to do. It's not, but it's a different set of it's a different scale by you know would would every other organization in the same exact situation also have done this or did they were they you know did were did they react even more strongly than most did or would was it it's not an overreaction in the sense of like, if you find something that one of your employees did that doesn't jive with your company's core values, it makes sense that any employer would decide to move on from that person totally. But this is a different world. There's zillions of dollars at stake. You know, it's an extremely high profile and an important position, a one that we placed a lot of emphasis in, and one that they clearly saw bear fruit in year one. They clearly did not want to do this unless they felt they had to. So, again, it was either so bad that they had no choice. Or they might have had a little bit of a you know quick trigger finger relative to what maybe some other teams would have done. You know that's that's I guess as much as I could say. There might be a lot of teams that would have, and possibly wrongly so, tried to bury it, get past it, done an in-house thing, done something small, done whatever, done something to make it go away. Uh, yeah, and, and, and they probably. Pro- it's possible some teams would have. So you're comparing to them, not to whether it was right and wrong. In a world of right and wrong, my guess is they're well justified to have done what they did. Probably. That, that's my guess.
1: Right, and there's probably a reason that that's but, the right move to make in that spot because of the potential that it could become an issue later. Like, sometimes you think, oh, we're going to cover this up, so it's not an issue. And then it becomes an issue later, an even bigger issue later, because of the fact that it will be revealed at that time, oh, you swept this under the rug back then. Yeah. So, Whatever they did, it was pretty proactive. We won't know what the reason was probably ever here, but the question we will know is whether this helps the Nets. Is this going to well, fix what's going on in Brooklyn? So
0: that's the thing is that, and again, this is I strongly believe this. Um, fix is a strong word, but does it make it better? Absolutely. Uh, there's no. There's no question. This is a. This is a massive upgrade. Uh, for them over what they had, which is a directionless, you know, kind of, uh, you know, inexperienced coach that was really there is meant to be a puppet and a pawn to the stars who were going to co-manage the team, as Kyrie Irving put it, when 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 Nash himself was hired, team doesn't even really need a coach, they just wanted some guy there to just let him run ball and do the way do things the way they wanted to do it. And that was that until they realized they actually needed coaching and discipline and order. And Nash wasn't able to provide it because that's not what he was necessarily brought in to do and really never got a chance to Uh, maybe, maybe wasn't capable of it. I'm not really sure. Does Udoka fix it? Yes. You know, absolutely. He does Uh, in the sense that he, he, you're doing things my way now. You think Kyrie Irving has a mandate over Emi Udoka? He's on, he's on super thin ice. This this guy's, (laughs) this guy's gone in a year. You think he, he can, he can, uh, you know, assert his will over Imei. No freaking way, you know, he can't because he's he, he has less power. The organization is ready to move on from him. I mean, one more thing the organization's absolutely fine, uh, saying you can sit for the rest of the year, I don't care, and then go play for someone else. Uh, Durant, I think, will be absolutely on board with something like this. I think a lot of the other players there, too. Um, you know, I think he pushes them, I think he helps, you know. You know, can he get the most out of Ben Simmons? I think he can help. I think he can put people in positions to succeed. He's coached
1: Uh, all of these guys before. He's coached these
0: guys. Um, I think he comes in right away with a lot, with a big vote of confidence from a lot of these players right out of the gate. And here's the other thing. I don't know what Joe Mazzula is as a coach yet, Bobby, but I will say on paper, at least through five games, we don't know, six games, seven games, whatever they play, six games. Um, Right now, which this, between the Celtics and the Nets, Two months ago, there was a massive, massive checkmark in the coaching box in terms of, you know, who has an edge uh, on this team. Uh, it was clearly in the Celtics' favor. It might be in the Nets' favor now.
1: Yeah, but the team matters more. And right now, the Nets have a banged-up Simmons, I guess. He's, he's about to miss the second consecutive game tonight, off to a rough start to begin this year. Uh, you have Kyrie engulfed in controversy. You have Curry and Harris nursing bum ankles. And not much depth. I see no. Yuta Watanabe playing for them. I see uh, a couple other guys. <laughs> not many people probably heard from in their rotation. No One center you're... who isn't doing a great job. And that's what matters, right?
0: No, you're right, Bobby. They might be stage four, and the best oncologist on the planet isn't going to fix anything. You know, like you know, he's just going to hold their hand uh, and get them through the rest of it. Like it, they might be toast. They might be irreparably uh, damaged. But uh, but again, it's just whether he fixes or whether he makes better or two different things. I think he's an instant improvement over Nash, but he might not still might not be able to fix it.
1: Yeah. And that's, that's where this is the big risk for them. Like it's not an automatic fit. If, if you could go into this and say Doku is going to fix everything and we're going to win a championship, maybe it's worth the risk of your perception and everything else. But if this is going to crumble and Irving's gone and Durant's gone and all of a sudden you're starting over is, he may even part of it after that and then you take this hit to your per- perception publicly while also taking this hit from Irving publicly at the same time like those layered controversies now for this group I don't know how they're going to handle it in terms of like their team and their organization because what Joe eye is going to have to answer this right and he's already tweeting at Irving and they're trying to figure out how to handle that situation you have a GM and Sean Marks who's coaching for his job maybe this is his prerogative right I have no other option but to fix this with the coach, I think, can handle this the best in this spot. And I'll be gone anyway if it doesn't work. So maybe that's why they're going in this direction. But it is a risk. Um, They might have had no other option here because I don't think Jacques Vaughn and all the assistants were going to be able to turn this around. But at the same time, uh, they're going to be in a bad place if this falls apart. I didn't put in my bold predictions. But I did have a sense coming into this year that this Nets team was going to fall apart pretty quickly and it'd be over. And I still kind of feel that way. I don't think may is going to solve this. I think this team's broken, has kind of lost its will. And the fact that Irving, like you said, on that thin ice, he's on, is
0: acting this way. He doesn't care. Yeah, but you know what? Though this gives him a new lifeline. Like maybe, uh, you know, this uh, this gives him a new uh, like in what way? I, I, cuz now Kyrie has now he can he can pretend he can push every problem off on the, the 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 old guy you know the 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 guy who's gone they can now talk about how oh renewed focus and energy and now we're all on the same page making it seem like any and all of the issues with the team rested with the previous coach and now he has he's given himself a little bit more rope you know uh, and even if they struggle a little bit out of the gate, it's learning a new system and getting familiar with each other. But like it, it elongates the process where Kyrie can hide behind different things, um, and uh, you know they could talk about what's coming. Oh, it's coming! You know, once we get everything together and get on the same page, you're right.
1: It does buy them some
0: time. It buys them time, um, and and so because right now, I mean, I honestly thought if Nash didn't go. I, I thought it was neck and neck between Nash and Kyrie. I thought it was very possible that Kyrie was one something away from Joe Sy saying, I just don't care. Tossing in the towel on this season, you can sit and just make your money. I'm not suspending you. I just don't want you anywhere near the team. We'll do our best without you and just let him sit there and rot. I thought that that was on the table and is still on the table for this team. At some point doing it this early in the year, definitely risks losing the locker room. Um, because even though they must be sick of Kyrie shit, they know they need him to have any chance of being good. But I, I don't think that was that far off. I think it was possible.
1: Yeah. I, I'm just not confident that he's going to be able to, he did a great job with the Celtics. Right. But I think they had a lot more to work with a lot more time, uh, a lot more versatility to fit in his system. Like even if he does try to institute that system here, do they have the personnel to enact? Like Kyrie can't switch everything. Yeah, you're trying to figure out what you're doing at center now that's kind of a mess maybe he can get more out of Simmons but that is such a massive challenge in its own right right now the way he's playing and where he's at as a player like I just don't think Udoka despite having success in Boston is going to be a magic fix for the Nets problems because I think they're so far beyond coaching I think they're so far beyond basketball at this point like I think this is sort of a a, a clash of personalities, a clash of uh, focus and what's important to everybody in that room. Like I even just saw them on opening night running out of that tunnel. And, he, you know, I'm not expecting guys to be doing backflips out of the tunnel, but there were just some like dead faces. You had Cam Thomas kind of repu- uh Steve Nash, rolling his eyes at him at Summer League. So, yeah, w- was Nash fixing this? No way. And he was doing so little to be <laughs> able to at least point them in the right direction that you would have thought he would have gotten fired after that series where they got swept, right? Right. Yeah. So the fact they brought him back was a massive surprise. I'm sure everybody in that room wasn't thrilled about it. You even had Durant calling for him to get fired uh, weeks before the season there. So you're right. There could be a boost here just because of the fact that everybody looked at it in the room and said, this guy isn't fixing it. And then this new guy comes in there. All right. All right. Let's see what this guy's about. But I think the problems are bigger than the
0: voice in the room. No, there's no doubt. The problem is right now you have two thirds of your, you know, core, your best players who are a mess right now. Hard or
1: ineffective. Yeah.
0: I mean, Irving is a, is a, is a, is an absolute, you know, just mentally. I don't know where he's at right now. He's gone off the deep end way before. I mean, this, this used to be borderline cute you know with the uh, you know the histrionics and the you know the 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 ponderous bullshit and the, even the flat earth stuff and now he's just gone into complete he basically had protesters in the crowd last night it, 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 he's gotten he's gotten goofy um and then Ben Simmons is um has gone legitimately backwards i i I don't know what I don't know who this person is. I don't know what he does. I don't know what he thinks he's supposed to do. I mean, he's completely lost on a basketball has, court.
1: Even his best play of the season, the steal on Luka in that Dallas game, he runs to the other free throw line and like a, did a football handoff to Durant to take the game time. Dunk. I'd never seen anything like it. Uh,
0: he's, uh, he's his confidence is, I mean, he's completely shot. And I, again, it, it, the thing that's always, that's plagued him his entire life is, um, from um from college is whether or not, you know, he likes the game, loves the game, is passionate about it. He clearly has n- never at any point in time put any effort into improving. None. Zero. And it's always what drives me nuts about him. Drives me nuts about uh, – that, that drove me nuts about Dwight Howard also. Um, I felt like he was – but he was more effective. But he was the same physical freak, but he never improved a few of the things that could have made him, you know – into an all-time great. He
1: entered the league with a higher floor and rode that longer.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, Ben Simmons, again, he, there's so many things he could do because of his physical profile. He's legitimately, you know, when in shape – might be the fastest guy in the league. He's a freak. Um, his ability to get in transition, his ability to defend, um, and also just, you know, court vision, you know, uh, you know, the, the be, being able to play a small ball five or play power forward and run your offense, so many friggin' things. And he's never done anything. So he, I think he's broken. I think he's irreparably broken. And I think Kyrie's gone off the deep end. I don't know how you rein those guys in at best with Brooklyn. You're always trying to keep it together just before there's an implosion. Um, but again, we're saying relative to what they would have been with Nash. With Nash, this team goes off the rails in a direction that had no that chance of being a bad. Hire, yeah. Saved with with Udoka, there's a chance to pull it back.
1: There is, and they gave themselves a chance. And I don't think it's. <laughs> Everyone's going to react to what happens next here. Do the Celtics win the next few games? Are they, do they have a solid first month here? If if it doesn't go great for the Celtics, everyone's going to look and go, oh, they let Udoka go, and blah blah. And then if the Nets maybe turn the corner here, they'll be saying, oh, you helped it. I don't think it's all related at this point. This decision wasn't about do we help the Nets or not. Or do we help ourselves or not? Or do we have this option at the end of the year to bring Udoka back if this doesn't go well? Whatever happens with the Celtics now is on the Celtics and Missoula and whatever choices they make from here. Whatever happens with the Nets is their own thing. And I don't think any of it's related because Udoka was done in Boston. We knew that when he got suspended a month ago or whenever it was at this point. So everyone's acting like they had this tough choice to make or they could have held out for compensation. Or like any of this is going to affect what happens going forward. The Nets are the Nets. The Celtics are the Celtics. The only there one is it affects. No crossover
0: there. It, it, it only affects the Nets. And by extension, if the Nets and if Udoka is able to do something with that team, another coach or Steve Nash would not have been able to, and they all of a sudden become a threat, then yes, you had a direct hand in allowing that to happen. But as I said earlier, Bobby, I think um, letting Udoka leave to go coach another team was always the plan it was always the hope i think they're thrilled they were able as you said six games in of having to pay udoka 50 percent of his salary i think wick is turning backflips right now but um y- yes if you could avoid it it being the nets um i think you'd feel a little bit better but again I yeah but to, then you have you're, to you're, agree with you i don't yeah, know you udoka. fight
1: Udoka behind the scenes potentially because this is obviously the job he wants right <laughs>
0: I think he wanted any job because it immediately moves him for back into it. It it, it really undoes it takes the stank away. You know, yeah. it the story about him is no longer exiled coach. Uh, he's still, you know, just just in terms of actual time, he's still not very far removed from being a finals and then be a finals head coach as a rookie, you know, that shine still exists, even though all of the other stuff happened, self-inflicted of course, but all of the other stuff, I hate saying happened as if it happened to him, all of the other stuff that happened around him uh, that he was a part of that led to his dismissal uh, becomes kind of falls to the background because now again, he's coaching once again, while he's suspended, that's his, his entire story is about the scandal and not about being a guy who took you to the finals. Now that he's coaching again, he's a, he's a coach with a good pedigree, um, who in his first year, um, took a friend in the NBA finals. And the story becomes more about that.
1: Yeah. And I, I don't think the Celtics are stupid, particularly on something like this. Uh, it, they obviously know they're potentially helping the Nets here. I, I just don't think the alternatives were good. You know, like, and we won't they were them, risky. So we'll- yeah.
0: If, if, if you really wanted to get, if you wanted to be done with it, which they did, you, you, and, and that was the most important thing, you couldn't wait and hope that it happened somewhere down the road, especially with the meter running, you know, it's real money. And I know we joke about it. It's like, who gives a crap about a millionaire and his money? I mean, I don't, but. It's real money, and these guys run businesses, and you expect them to run businesses the way they want to. And you've decided, like again, I buy this car, Bobby. It's a total freaking lemon, and I'm like, well, you, die, you know, and I, I, I'm never going to take it out of the driveway. And somebody's like, I'll pay you all, I'll, I'll give you exactly what you paid for it. Do you want it? I'd be like, yeah, you know, like, dude, it's just please think. And goodness. then
1: all of a sudden, it's driving down your street uh, yeah. a couple of weeks later in pristine condition, and you're yeah. like.
0: Why'd I get rid of? But you but weren't gonna fix it. It doesn't matter. I was done with it, and I'm thrilled that somebody else got it. Somebody else took it. So again, that's a great uh,
1: analogy. Yeah. No, but I mean,
0: it's they were done. You're, you're the first guy comes by. You're like, thank God.
1: And here's here's one of the
0: alternatives.
1: What if you fired yeah. him? Then you're on the hook for the money, and then he's coaching the Nets anyway. So yeah. like, there weren't great options here. We said that at the start. You are right. Like we're in the same place. We're in the same place. Uh, we were sitting here in Boston. We were a month ago yeah. the Nets, and that's the Nets got a new coach and that doesn't and impact you.
0: People are really obsessing over the compensation factor. The compensation was, thank God, I don't have to pay him anymore. And, and I, I don't have to deal with this anymore. That's their compensation. Yep. And you, get compens- for- you would get compensation for somebody who is an asset to you. It, guys, come on. Like, you got to figure this out. The Celtics were desperate The Celtics wanted Ime gone more than the Nets needed just him. You think the Nets couldn't find another guy that's comparable or that's close or that if they went out there and they did a little search that they'd feel okay with to, 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 you know, to, to, to jump in here. Probably, you know, I'm sure that there's some other names out there that they could have talked, you know, they they could have talked to Uh, the Celtics were, as or more desperate than the nets to get this done they were thrilled to do it they probably the conversation was probably 30 seconds long can we talk to yes you know Okay, cool.
1: I, in I mean, Nash got fired today and he got hired the same Done. day. So that, there might that's... have even been conversations before that, like you said. I, I think the there shot. were.
0: I think there were. Yeah. What I'm saying is I don't think the Celtics hedged at all. I think they were like, yep, 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 yep. Here's his number and here's his cell phone and here's his burner. Um, You know, and like you can reach him 40 different ways. Here's how you get in touch with him. In fact, hold on. Let me call him and tell him you're calling. They wanted him <laughs> gone. Gone.
1: Yep. And now it's it's Missoula and Imei's staff into the future. That is the other factor here that's going to be interesting, right? Because this is still Emay staff on Missoula's staff. Is Missoula the interim still? Do they assess that after the year? Uh, or is or is he going to be the guy? And then he starts to build his own staff based on who stays and who leaves. Because at the end of the day, right, this is like Damon Stardomire from Portland and Ben Sullivan, Udoka's friend from Portland. And, you know, just go all down the line. These are all pretty close udoka so she, like do they go to brooklyn with him after this year if, if it works out there like that's that's the only remaining question you have in boston at this point and that was going to be a question
0: anyway right yeah, no doubt about it um so that's what we got again um we don't know what happens next uh uh nets
1: play tonight under jacques vaughn celtics play tomorrow in cleveland And there's a couple off days for the Nets there. Did they introduce him at that point? And we'll see. Uh, And the first meeting between the Celtics and the Nets is in Brooklyn on December 4th. So that's where it's potentially Udoka versus the Celtics. It's going to be an interesting night.
0: It's it's insane that he is just going to walk into the garden.
1: Yeah, that'll be in January, I think. But yeah, the first game's in Brooklyn.
0: Right, but I mean, are they gonna? Is he gonna like you know go over to the Celtics sideline? Are they gonna dap it up with the players? Like, how's what's that? Is the gonna crowd gonna boo him? I, I don't know. The whole thing is so interesting because again, the optics matter so much. How did the Celtics react to it? If they're in there and they're chatting it up and they're loving him and this and that, that says something to you. It's like, oh yeah, right. He's back.
1: Like this whole story's back in full force. It was gonna sit on the sideline all year. It's back, and it was gonna rest. It's and amazing that it's gone eventually. because
0: it's, so, it's still so perplexing. There's so many unanswered questions that we don't think will ever be answered. But it was going to loom over them all year long as long as you had Missoula going. Um, and I do think that if they started to struggle and Missoula started taking some heat, um, particularly if the defense continues to struggle, that
1: that's another factor right shadow was was going to be hanging over
0: over the team a little bit because it's like you guys did get rid of this guy who made you like a historically good defense hope it was worth it you know that's always going to be you know and i don't mean to downplay or diminish anything what happened we don't actually know all i'm saying is this is how fans uh view this is did it have to happen did it absolutely have to was there any way to have gotten through this you know well, here's, and not-
1: here's the other question they're gonna have to answer now that actually becomes pertinent is joe is joe the guy you know they can say we'll address it after this year uh, but you might have to give him a vote of confidence in the shorter term than you would have had to before uh, or you leave the door open at the end of the year for him to essentially prove himself like, that's if, true if, if brad gets asked on the radio next week uh, are you rolling forward with joe here is he your guy you know he's either gonna say yes we'll see <laughs> And we'll see is like, all right, that's, that's more closer to no.
0: It's a really interesting point, Bobby. Do you publicly remove the interim tag and extend him <laughs> right yeah. out of the I gate? mean, they, they
1: announced that they an in uh, introductory lineups, which I found interesting too. Like, yeah, they're, they, they, it was all about the interim coach. And yeah, you can probably still call him that and just roll it forward and say, yeah, we, we're confident. But you're right
0: that. though. I mean, in generally speaking, an interim coach is usually again, an in-season hire, you know, and a guy who's just promoted from within when you fire somebody and it's impossible to, to look. Um, this was close to that. It just happened so early in the season. It doesn't feel like it, right? If Ime got fired in February, you get the interim tag. It makes sense that that sticks the whole way through. And then you have a chance to kind of reapply for your own job later, mixed with a bunch of other people. But usually, Usually in interim situations, Bobby, the team's a, sh- a dumpster fire, you know. So like, it's usually a shit show. The team's not not heading to the playoffs, and um, they don't care who the coach is. Right? You're just there to just right, just get this team home, and then we'll assess next year. And it, unless. You have a massive turnaround and our huge success story. Typically, an interim coach is not really even considered for the head coaching vacancy. They were just there (laughs) to keep the ship afloat, right? So it is weird. The timing of this makes it feel more like a traditional hire, but the reality is it isn't, right? It's a guy within your staff who replaced a guy who was fired. The difference is. The Celtics are a really freaking good team with with championship aspirations. So, you know, he's got to prove it. I I don't know that you can give him a vote of confidence and you cannot just extend him. He's a Band-Aid right now. He may end up being awesome. I'm not doing this, saying this to disparage him, but he's an absolute Band-Aid. Um, I also wonder if they'd gotten off of Ime, knowing at that time they wouldn't have to pay him a cent, would it have been Missoula or would they have tried to go out and hire somebody and spend a buck or two? I don't know. I don't think Wick wanted two two high price coaches on the books while 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 Ime's uh uh contract was still kind of uh you know uh on the books.
1: Yeah, for what it's worth, I mean they they talked up Joe from the beginning. It was obviously Brad's choice and uh, you know, they even came out with the follow-up stuff after that. Oh, he was going to Utah with Will Hardy, and we we stopped them from. I think Wick was talking about that, right? So, they <laughs> they love him. Listen, I, I like the job he's doing so far. I, I do I, like he he has some level of poise to him. The Celtics seem to buy into him again. We've talked about the stuff that they're doing on the floor offensively that we like barely got to imagine last year. Uh, so at this point, I'm pretty happy with him. You can assess it going forward into the future. And then at that point, uh, you can make a decision. And that's how I think the Celtics are going to approach it at this point. Like I said, you even have Gary Washburn tweeting out that like they're behind Missoula and they're going to handle it from there. So I think if you're looking at the Celtics and the Nets right now, Celtics were obviously in a tough spot before the year um, going into this where they had to make a quick decision on who their coach was going to be. I think that played into why it was Missoula. And then the Nets are in a tough spot now where they're off to this brutal start Maybe they're talking behind the scenes with the Celtics about what would be possible with Udoka, and then they finally got to the decision point where the Celtics said, all right, you're good to go. And maybe that's why, like you said early in the show, John, Nash gets fired after a win, after a bad start, but like not 15, 20 games. So at that point, I think I think the Celtics are in a better spot here, even though people are frustrated and confused by this.
0: I, I You know what's funny is I do think that um, – any any compensation would have made people feel a lot better but you're right right now and, and you know what for what reason? you get a second round of who i you know I, exactly but you know you've got visions of doc rivers dancing in your head you know and and and, and that's the thinking there but i you know do who's believe- that you
1: know who they picked with
0: that pick rj hunter that was hunter that
1: was great that doesn't that you matter it doesn't matter it's still an <laughs> asset
0: um anyway um that's about it. That's all I got. Um, you know, I think, uh, I think, you know, we'll see, but as you said, Bobby, I think, you know, very astutely, um, the, the story now has legs, uh, and will continue to, and if Brooklyn rises and the Celtics dip, um, well, who's in a
1: better spot right now
0: between the two. Yeah. That's not a question. (laughs) The the question is the Celtics (laughs) were starting from a championship or bust, uh you know uh you know jumping off point weren't the nets too no and anything below that is is a disappointment so missoula has the difficult job think about the think about expectations missoula's job come in for you know uh extremely successful first year coach to turn the franchise around led the team to a historically good defense and within two wins of an NBA championship But with a reload in the offseason that makes them championship favorites, that's your roster, go, versus the Nets, who look like they're literally about to you know, sell it off for parts. Udoka's the pressure on Udoka is very small. So you can't compare the two relative to their expectations. I think that the Celtics... It's, again, extremely hard for Joe to be successful because he's got to literally get this team to the freaking NBA Finals, you know? Uh, that's an extremely challenging thing. There's no guarantee Udoka would have done that. So Joe has a really tough job. And anything, sh- anything short of that is going to look like failure, and he's going to wear it whether he deserves to or not.
1: He oh, shares yeah. it with the players, though. And, and fortunately, this was my biggest worry yep. going into the year was that, They'd rest their heads on that loss, or they'd question and be confused the whole way. Instead, I've seen Tatum and Brown step into that leadership position for this group, Uh, and we haven't seen it go horribly wrong yet, Uh, so we'll see what happens when there's a big losing streak or something like that, but so far, they've done Things That they didn't do earlier in their careers to help this offense progress, because that's what this coach wants. They've became the public front facing, you know, leaders of this team, whether it's getting smart on the Sports Illustrated cover or talking each other up and doing all these little things we've asked them to do for years. So I feel good about that because it's not all on Missoula and they, the players have allowed that to be the case here. So That's important because I don't think if things go wrong, everyone's gonna pile on Missoula. Like I think the players are gonna take that hit if that time comes.
0: I don't know if they're gonna pile on Missoula. I just think as I said, is it's really, really, really difficult because the Joe job needs the job sorry, Joe needs to do in order to be successful is far more challenging than what Ime has to do to turn the nets around. The nets are I don't know, is it? The Nets are the looking Nets are-
1: at email right now and saying, save us. But the Nets are Please. two and
0: five. If you get them even to re- two and five in a, in a play-in game last year in a first-round exit, you get these guys up into respectability and get them to start playing in a cohesive way, get Kyrie to shut the F up, <laughs> get Ben Simmons to start playing You know, uh, a little bit. So you're, you're talking team. about salvaging this. You're Right now it's a salvage job and then from yeah. there it's what can we do with it. And so that's all he's got to do. Um, I just think the expectation is lower on him and if he doesn't he can say well look what I inherited what a mess here. So the pressure is low. I think All again, right.
1: yeah, the expectations the, have changed.
0: For the Nets arrow to go up a little, you're not asking a lot. But for the Celtics, as we said, is the the, the expectations are extremely high here? So I this is why I think the Cel- the Nets are winners and the Celtics are losers in, in this deal. Not because the Celtics would have retained Ime, but because the Celtics potentially allowed an asset to go to a division rival that could could make them better. Well, here's uh, here's my question yeah.
1: for the Nets because you're talking about a salvage and and, and without compensation,
0: so the only But the only one that gains here is Wick for not having to pay it, but everything else is whatever.
1: So, in terms of a salvage and this having some long game for the Nets, if that is the case, you still do have a short term decision on Kyrie that's going to be interesting here. Like, does he may see Kyrie being part of this plan in the future? Does Durant, does ownership at this point? You sort of have three different guys who might have three different views of that. Uh, You will have the trade deadline coming up in February, and he is, of course, an expiring contract that this team had no interest in extending uh, beyond this year. So I don't know how long Kyrie lasts here. That's sort of one of my eyes on next. I mean, has he been been apologetic at all or taken back? I guess he deleted the tweet, right? So he'll talk again soon, and we'll see if they patch that up or not because his first appearance since that tweet and the Instagram post uh, was pretty combative and unapologetic. Uh So that's their next thing they're going to have to figure out is, is Kyrie part of the song, because you still could spin him in something else. Maybe
0: I, I, I'm sorry. I'm right. There's, there's a couple people in the chat. I just want to address this <laughs> JB. I know. And JB posted a super chat. I felt bad. I want to put it out there. We did not. Ever, ever, ever get involved in speculation about the who involved here in the EMA thing, nor will we ever. So, again, I appreciate you. I appreciate the curios- people wanting to know things because they want to be able to formulate opinions. It's something we chose never to do. There's plenty of Internet rumors and different things out there uh, about what happened and to whom it's just not something we're talking about because I don't think it is um, germane. And I also just don't think it's fair to, and we
1: can't verify it ourselves.
0: Nobody can verify. And even if we did, I don't know that it's something that we would talk about. Yeah. We don't know in our, just so you know, we don't know in our hiding it, uh, but even if we did know, I don't know if we would talk about it. So just putting that out there for everyone who's still kind of hung up on this aspect of it. I understand the desire for people to have more information so they know, how to feel and, but and you know Wick yeah. Wick
1: talked about this too. And you know, I'm sorry, I, I didn't sh-
0: mean to cut you off, Bobby. It's just people a lot of people were asking there and I wanted to Well okay, yeah, so. I was
1: just saying I don't know if Kyrie's part of this long term, but you know that's just there's just sort of a take I'm developing. But in terms of that topic uh, and did the Celtics do the right thing here? Did they overreact blah, blah, blah? Wick said this today day it happened. I think we're all in like that scrutiny mode, right? We're saying like, all right, dude, are these guys telling us the truth? Or is this BS? Or is that, you know, you're kind of in that mode at the time, but in terms of just assessing their reaction to it, he said there was no blueprint for this. There was yeah. no handbook to go off of in terms of how to handle this. We don't know what it was, but if it was something in a gray area where like, all right, this isn't a crime. This isn't something that like we absolutely have to clamp down on, but we know this is pretty bad and this might not be tenable. Let's act aggressively here and cover ourselves and be more on the side of precaution in terms of handling a potential, I don't want to say crisis, but bad situation here and just clear ourselves of it because he broke something that goes in line with our values or he created a dynamic behind the scenes that was unsustainable or whatever potentially happened there. The Celtics looked at it and said, let's just clear ourselves of this. And then there's the legalities behind the scenes, right? Can you fire him? Can you get rid of all his pay? That's a different conversation than the Celtics looking at it and saying, this guy can't be our head coach because he did this. And our commenters might look at it one way our fans might look at it one way but they ultimately know behind the scenes what happened what kind of impact it was going to have on them and what they needed to do about it Uh, so i'm giving them the benefit of the doubt at this point i know again in the early days we're confused just like everybody else and we still are to some degree but the fact that they've thrown him out of town let him go to the rival who he could potentially help here and said all right whatever we're fine with that Like, they're not dumb. I know they make mistakes and stuff. And, you know, this might end up being a mistake. But, like, there's a reason they did this. And I have to give them the benefit of the doubt to some degree about that. Because I don't think they would have... That, Ignorantly hurt themselves. That's
0: where I landed initially, Bobby. Which was if, if they, clearly they didn't want this to happen because they wanted Emi Odoka to be their coach. In order to do it, they had to feel they had to do it. The question is their level of tolerance, so to speak. You know, might um, <laughs> might other organizations have rolled with it? That's really the only thing. Whether or not it's justified, it probably was justified. Um, it's just to fans, they don't care as much. They just care could. Did you have to? That's their vibe. Like, did you absolutely have to? And that's what—that's where fans are coming at it from, and I understand it. But in terms of justification, of course they were justified because this isn't a thing that they wanted to happen. It does not a conspiracy. They didn't want Ime gone and cooked up a reason. They clearly wanted to enter this season with Ime Odoka as their head coach and found something out that they just didn't think would allow them to do that, not only this year, but ever. And I agree, Bobby, there's no they're not dumb and and
1: everyone's imagining a world where basically
0: basically what people are asking bobby is could they not have let could they not have kind of kind of skated on their morals a little bit like sure that's what basically that's what the question boils down to for fans is sure it was bad but was it that bad that's all that's what it boils down to okay because they're not going to get rid of them unless it was bad unless they thought it was bad
1: and that's my point. I'm not saying the Celtics are the kings of morality here and the Nets right. are these despicable, evil guys who are going to you know, hire the, the bane of evil to come in and as long as it's going to win them a championship and the Celtics are high class. I think they looked at this and said – if this goes bad in season, this is going to hurt us and we're going to be in an even worse situation here. So let's handle this now.
0: Potentially. Uh yeah. we're going to we're going to put a bow on it. We did uh, thank you guys for jumping on quite a few people here in the middle of an afternoon between our two YouTube channels. Well over a 1, thousand, twelve hundred people in here hanging out talking about a not I guess it's still a Celtics related matter. Celtics uh, get rid of Emev Doka essentially. Uh over to the Nets. Um, Steve Nash <laughs> Steve Nash in the Nets part ways which is hilarious of like we're gonna fire you i accept course, steve oh yeah I and accept. he wasn't helping. it wasn't his fault <laughs> yeah i accept um but um but then you know this domino falls very fast um you know in terms of being speculated to being a done deal within an hour which is unbelievable um so um We are going to keep an eye out. If Ime Udoka is introduced uh, at a press conference, it's very possible Clns Media will be there um, covering it because that's what we do. Uh, We want to be there where the news happens and bring it to you. So uh, look out for that. We'll see. We'll see if we get any notification uh, as far as that goes in the next day or two. In the meantime, we have a game tomorrow night at Cleveland against the Cavs. Uh, We will not be there, but we will be at the Friday game against Chicago. And then Bobby and Josue heading to New York um, to uh, for the Celtics taking on the. Next, so we have a ton more coverage clns both home and away uh bobby if it ends up you might just be staying in new york we'll talk about it later um yeah but let's um let's uh <laughs> let's wrap this one up and say thank you again for hanging out uh with us today uh there will be another uh uh a show uh tomorrow night. Uh, I'm sure the other guys will want to talk about this a little bit. So we'll get Jimmy's opinion, Sherrod's opinion, Josué's opinion uh on this matter as good well game
1: rematch at the Big Friday night. And a showdown. good and
0: that was a one of the that and Philly two really fun games to watch this year, even though they were on the short end of it. So uh another chance to go in there and play um and uh and, and play the Cavaliers. So that should be fun. So again guys thank you for hanging out. We will see you tomorrow night